Welcome to the Empowered Global Women in Business podcast. I am Elle Ballard, a bicultural woman, mother, wife, and entrepreneur. In this podcast, I will help you navigate entrepreneurship as women of the world, a multinational bicultural woman. I will interview female business owners navigating the cross-cultural dynamics of building a business sustainably ethically and in community. In this raw and real conversations, I will explore what it's like to build a business authentically and on your own terms. If you are a multinational woman and ready to build a business authentically while maintaining your uniqueness and individuality, welcome to the Empowered Global Women in Business podcast. Hi everyone, I'm Valard here today with my special guest. Hi Maranti, welcome. Hi Al. Hi, thank you for taking the time to chat. I'm excited for this conversation. Really excited to be here. Yeah, um, before we jump on, let me introduce Miranti before we start our conversation today. Um, as a German-born Indonesian, Miranti grew up in San Francisco since she was six years old. After attending Cornell University's hotel school, she returned to San Francisco to be with her family and to grow and build their real estate portfolio. She continues to guide CHS leaders in the Pacific Northwest and Hawaii region to strengthen alumni involvement. While she's building her financial services agency throughout the U.S. to educate families and business owners in various communities to empower them with the right knowledge and tools to achieve financial independence, she's also managing her hospitality business in Sonoma Wine Country. She enjoys spending all her free time with family, seeking adventures in the outdoors and unknown terrain, and being one with nature for inspiration, relaxation, and peace. I love it. Welcome, Auntie. Thank you. <laughs> and I'm just so happy to learn about this part of you, about the, the, the Sonoma wine country. It's it's beautiful. And I just checked out the venue. It's absolutely amazing. Um so, but I know you are so multifaceted and you have so many amazing uh, interests. Um, tell me, why do you do what you do and what makes you unique and in, in doing? And so why do you choose to do those things? Yeah, Al, um, you know, I, I feel that I have a purpose in life yeah. and it is definitely something that's guided me through every part and stage uh, of my life. You know, I'm just kind of always searching for like, what's my calling or at least for the moment, what is it that I am to accomplish that will make a big impact? Mm -hmm. And I think because of that, it's led me to the choices that, you know, I've actually done. Um, getting the, all the licenses that I've had, uh, really being like the master of an expert you know, in that field when it calls for it. And, you know, I think because I'm very analytical and I, I see things very differently. Um, I think my perspective is also very different. Um, you know, when I can, I, I look at it through just different eyes, just based on the experiences I've had. Um, and I always had it in my mind to just experience everything at least once. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it kind of, and it definitely goes a long way to combat like ignorance, you know, and, and just dispel that doubt or disbelief that you do have in yourself. Because I think when you have more of a, 
adventurous and, you know, courageous outlook to things and, and of course, a positive outlook, then it'll always, you know, get kind of get you over that hump to that next next stage. Yeah, I love that. I love that desire to learn and be open to all these different things that um, that we can learn about and grow. I love that. So I know you are German-born Indonesian, and this is one of the questions that I love to ask our ladies that uh, who I talk to and that are women of the truly women of the world. Um, what country do you call home? <laughs> Yeah, so I think for a very long time, I was confused. <laughs> you know, I think because wow. you know, born in Germany when I was young, I was like, okay, you know, that was my first language. And then uh, we lived in Indonesia for a little bit as well. And I was like, okay, I like it there too. And then when I moved here to the US, San Francisco, I was six and I didn't know any English, right? I didn't know yes or no, anything. And it felt foreign to me. Yeah. But I think you know, acclimating and just seeking out like just you yourself as a person and just trying to find like what your place is. Um, I really have begun to call like I think the US. Yeah. I'm not not specifically any particular city or, you know, because I love East West Coast. Um, but definitely I think um, you know, the what we stand for, you know, which is just freedom, freedom of thought. Um, you know, what you want to do, right? To live your own life and yeah. with that purpose, um, I, I would call here home. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I love that. And I can totally relate because uh, coming from a different country, when we come, I think one of the one of the good challenges is to really find you, your voice in the midst of all the, and I know I definitely went through that um, growth, you know, because um, at the beginning, you, you know, living in a, trying to adjust in a new country, living in a new country. And, you know, it's it's um, natural for human beings to kind of follow, right, what's there because, you know, you want to adjust. But then at one point of time where you catch yourself, okay, how is it, like, like how do I find my voice? And I think that's the beauty of it, living in a different environment, living in new environments, um, you know, it's your voice being shaped based on who you are as well, where you were born and your life attitudes and how you grew up and all those cultural, you know, differences. And I love that. Uh, yeah. And definitely it was a, was a freedom of thought and yeah, absolutely. I love that. I agree. Definitely agree with that. Um, and then, because of the different backgrounds and upbringings, right? How do you think your upbringing and background limited or favored you? Well, I think it definitely favored me. <laughs> I, I, I can definitely attest to that. Uh, I think when I mentioned before about different perspectives, it's really helped shape and really give you, give you a different perspective on, on gratitude as well mm -hmm. on, on different aspects and different levels. Um, you know, my, both my parents, you know, mom, dad side, uh, very, very different families. So I think because of that, because they're so dissimilar, that creates a very big perspective and a lot of empathy too, right. To different people. Um, my mom, I always thought was like very ahead of her time in terms of being a very empowered female with her own, you know, thought and determination. And I, I'm glad that I think part, probably a part of that, you know, yeah. uh, carried it on to me as well. Just, you know, wanting to be that independent woman. Um, and, you know, with her side, it was all rooted in like military, farming, you know, guided so deeply in like ancestral mm -hmm. um, 
you know, line and, and yeah. culture and where education was such a priority, right? Family was a priority. And that is absolutely amazing because, you know, you're only as rich as those that are around you, yes. um, those experiences and those memories and what you feel. And, you know, but conversely, um, learning about, right, the very capitalistic world and and how, you know, we are trying to um, strive, right, in this type of environment, my father's side gives a very different perspective, right? Even though, you know, generations came, come from, like, very humble beginnings, we were definitely um, an entrepreneurial family, right, in all forms. And it started generations ago. And, you know, this you know, and the business was a thing, right? Legacy building was a thing, right? And it's, it, it is a thing. And it's very important for that side of the family, you know, just really what we do now is really working and taking care of the things for mm-hmm. the next generation. And, and if we instill that, then we're really taking care of what we have, which is also the world, right? And, and how we treat others and, and things like that. So um, definitely favored me, you know, because having that perspective on both sides of like, you know, I wouldn't say, but like different classes perhaps, right? Um, gives you an idea of like, you know, very hardworking and, you know, a lot of the knowledge coming through with just being grounded with family um, has really kind of carried me through so much through childhood and not being swayed by a lot of peers or, you know, influences or you know any social aspects and um it's really made me focus at least that the one thing I can say I focus is that part yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. that's great and I love the values that they were you know your parents and your family instilled in you I love those yeah because life is you know there are so many different situations like that we face right and so sometimes going and sometimes when we're looking for answers I know it helps me go back to the roots right where we are who we are where we're from and and um and the values that we stand for um a lot of the times that helps answer a lot of the questions that we face as well so I love that um yeah and I love you know having your mom as a figure as as an empowerment figure like that woman and empowering woman that's so beautiful um and I know you are such a, you know, a rich and multifaceted uh, a woman and again, because you, you, you're open to learn, you always grow in, in learning and all these different things that you um, built around yourself and things that you are interested in. And right before this conversation, we were talking about how it's, we get so, um, that creative mode, we just love to create and, you know, dream and imagine. And I love that too, because I can totally relate to that as well. In the while you are creating these things, this life for yourself through these different venues that you are working in, how, uh, what was the biggest? And I, I know there are so many lessons, but what would be the the biggest lesson that you could share for you that you learned from, and maybe while building a business or while building your life? Right. So I think from an early age, being really aware. Mm-hmm. I think of surroundings and how things work. You do get to realize what, you know, differences are, right? Mm-hmm. And how you're different as well. So I think the difference is blocking that, <laughs> blocking that particular um, like reality and, and really putting a lot of, you know, faith uh, in, in God also. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're a very 
very rooted and spiritual and faith um, oriented in her family. And that's definitely the one thing that's kind of the ground to realize that, you know, I'm only thinking that, hey, I am a person and then I am capable, right? Yeah. It didn't matter what I looked like or where I'm from, whether I'm male or female, you know, what country, whatever it is, if I spoke intelligently, if I, you know, did things through my heart, yeah, right? being very uh, genuine in my intentions, yeah. in the things I did or how I treated people, then I think, you know, with the, the rest, if there's a problem, yeah, it's someone else's problem. Yeah. And I think realizing that and, and not kind of listening to other people's uh, opinions or judgment mm-hmm. to kind of alter how you yourself should behave or how you should act. I think that's kind of the reason why, you know, if you're focused on what you want to do and when you want to get done and whatever dream or goal it is that you have, and you think that no one should stand in the way, then they shouldn't. Mm-hmm. And you should just accomplish it. Yeah. And so I think because of that, that's what kind of allowed me to kind of keep moving, right? Push forward. And especially doing business, right? Doing, I mean, everyone has the same challenges if they yeah. have a business, man or woman. <laughs> and, you know, whether you're wealthy, you're not wealthy, like whatever you have the education or not, still the same challenges. So as a person, as a human being, how are you going to go through that? Mm-hmm. And And I think for sure, like finding out what your strength is, like where your right, your, where your gold is. <laughs> and then you focus on that right. and then you can kind of overcome anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love how you said, um, going through your heart, um, sharing through your heart and following your heart. I love that. Uh, because I think that is so at the end of the day, that's what's uh, leading us. And that's the voice we should listen to. That's the only voice, voice we should listen to. And and the feeling that, because normally it's if it's something that's supposed to be part of you and, and belongs to you, I believe it gives you such an amazing energy, mm-hmm. right? The feeling that, and, and that is also a confirmation mm-hmm. that we are on the right track. And, um, and so listening to that voice of your heart, not sometimes maybe not even to the voice in the head, because that might be limiting voice, right? Limiting yeah. Um, so I love that. And it's hard, right? It's very challenging, it's, it's especially challenging. because there's so many voices there yeah. that yeah. You know, will will lead you astray. Like yeah. it's, it's the head, it's the rationale, or it's like, hey, mm-hmm. I have to do this, otherwise I can't survive. You know, right? Those type of things. And but you know, at the end of the day, if you're at least grounded in in those that piece of okay, is this who I am, right? Am I also morally like this? These are the values I want to follow and, and I will feel very good with myself at the end of the day. Okay, then p- push forward. But then if you have some, you know, alterations on that or it, no matter what, it won't, it won't last anyways. Right. Mm-hmm. And that kind of takes us to the next uh, topic that I wanted to talk about is the the, the chapter of the book, because we touched on a little bit of a purpose and we were kind of leading towards that um, life purpose and meaning. And I um, 
So we are releasing our uh, third edition of our series, and uh, our book is coming up, uh, launches April 6th for the Financial Awareness Month of April, and I'm just so excited to bring this book to the world, Uh, and the title is Women, uh, Money, and Energy of Life, and I know you shared your beautiful story, Maranti, um, in the book. If you could share with our uh, listeners the, the title for your chapter and what was your like what did you want the reader to take away from from it yes Elena thank you so much right I mean it's such an honor and a privilege to even be included with these group of amazing ladies and to see your words on print right it's absolutely amazing and so you know thank you so much for the opportunity as well um my title is finding purpose and meaning in life so if you had asked me this probably, you know, a few, even five years ago, yeah. that probably wouldn't really come to my head as much if you said, hey, we're do- writing a book about money, right? We're writing a book about finances. Um, that probably wouldn't come into my head. I would be very literal about it. Um, but, you know, the past four years, I've grown so much personally, mm. um, much more than I have before, just by, you know, my association with you know, the past, um, you know, organization that I've been with, right? The Financial um, Services Agency. And they taught me so much, taught me so much about myself, my resiliency, you know, like how strong I am. I thought I was pretty strong. I thought I had pretty thick skin, Um, you know, we've all over rejections and facing people and harsh words, but wow, you know, nothing really hit home since like this past four years. And what it's taught me so much, actually, I don't know if it's, you know, the, the opposite of what it was trying to teach me, um, you know, to, to plow further forward into this, but it's really like trying to find at the end of the day mm-hmm. with your life, mm-hmm. with your expiration date, it's like, are you following your happiness? Are you happy? Right. Are you actually following also your true self? Mm-hmm. You know, like your, your true absolute self, not what others view of you like, oh yeah, I know you're really great at this or, oh wow, you, you know, I can see you being this or this, you know, leader, but it's really, okay, but do you want to be that though? That, that's the ultimate question. Mm-hmm. And, you know, been very fortunate to have had a lot of great, you know, material things in life and experiences. Yeah. But at the same time, when you remain humble and you kind of, you know, see also struggles and, you know, real world, you know, scenarios. Like if, you know, I'm like part of Rotary International too. So I see, right, the need for so many different communities all over the world, then it allows you to think deeper about, well, what is it you really want to build for your life for, you know, your, your dream yeah, and what your future might be, what your future family also would look like. And like I mentioned before, it's like, are you, are you really living your life? You know, the life that you're supposed to intend to live, not, you know, what you think someone else should or how it's going to look, you know, later on, but just that true fulfillment. And it, it, oh my gosh, it's probably like the most challenging thing. Yeah, it's so challenging, right? Yeah, Yeah. because I mean, even leading with the heart and thinking that way, you know, perhaps we were all that way when we were younger. Yeah. And as we got older, maybe a lot of that, you know, like you get hurt and you put a lot of wells up and then you stop. But then you get reminded mm-hmm. that you do need to open up. 
you know, and be vulnerable and it's okay. Um, while still, of course, you know, being very realistic and not getting her, but, um, but still opening yourself up, you know, to what you do and your intentions. And I really want everyone, you know, male, female, like, I know there's, a, you know, of course, like a lot of women in this, um, in this book, but a lot of maybe like younger women and, and those that are maybe struggling to yeah. see that there's always hope that no matter what age you're at, you can still flip things around. You can still, right, like navigate a different path. And I think that's, that's really what I wanted to showcase, you know, because I feel that a, with a lot of the experiences that I've had, mm-hmm. it, it definitely was not one dimensional and it definitely was not one life. Mm-hmm. Um, it was many lives. I feel, I, I feel like I did, um, you know, not to say that I, I had multi, you know, facets or personalities or anything. No, it's more of like, what experiences are you going to put together and what do you see through different people yeah. and, and with those people, you get to know yourself because you take a little bit of, you know, that and okay. see if you like it or you don't, or this is really mesh with you. And, and I think that's important, you know, to, to really, to realize it's not what I say, it's not what I do. It's ultimately, hopefully it's an example. Yeah. Then you can go and, and do this for yourself. Yeah. Live yeah. The life that you're supposed to live your best self. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think we, you know, the society boxes, right, creates this box where in school it's it's all about the grade. So when we meet the grade of that grade, because then we are a good student, then we are a good, you know, we, we have a chance to go to the university or we have a chance to create this life. Um, and so that boxes us to think specific way. And sometimes to me, it's like, you know, people forget to even think for themselves to think. Because, you know, it's given to us. And in these days, uh, DNA, of course, DNA, where we have everything given to us, mm-hmm. um, you know, where we go, it's kind of given to you. So forgetting to even think for yourself. And so I think that's why maybe it's, such, it's so challenging to find what is it am I supposed to do in this world? Like, what's my true purpose, right? So to really take that voice or find that voice and separate it from what what was told to us by the society, by the, 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 you know, the family and the teachers and also. So if, if someone is going through that, right. How, like, what would you, what would you say they should start? Like what one thing we should, they should do to really, when they start asking themselves, what is, what is my purpose? How do I find my purpose? Mm-hmm. What would be one thing that they can start? I think the first thing to start is to actually have a long time. Quiet alone time, wherever that is that you feel the most being contemplative and in tune to your own feelings. Listening to yourself, meditating, where you need to take that hike or you need to go to that beach, or maybe it's just locking yourself in a room, (laughs) you know, and and putting on your your head pods and you know, just listening to something to to kind of decompress you a bit. Because sometimes, you know, there's so much joys now, and especially if you're living in a city, especially if you're, you know, with a lot of people that's around you, just take a moment, right? Just go somewhere, take a walk somewhere, drive somewhere. And I think that's like the first, like best step. Mm -hmm. And then always, and always talking about it or journaling it or writing it down because you know, you won't be able to see what's really real unless you mm-hmm. actually put it forth, put it out there, mm-hmm. right? No one else knows what you actually really want unless you actually say something, right? Yeah. And 
the same time for yourself too, you don't actually know, you might be thinking it, but maybe yeah. you write it down. Maybe you yourself, you need to visually see it. Yeah. And maybe it's right. That vision board too, that you have, or um, the journal. And, and I think that's a good first step to kind of get to those next steps. Love that. Right. Because there's, there's always a lot of things you can, you can read a lot of, you know, great books and you can reach out and have mentors or, you know, coaches that can, are willing to help you and guide you on a very kind of a non-judgmental and, and unbiased, right? Like very third party, like just trying to help you, right. Yeah. Guide you. Um, because that's really what it is. We're just navigating our own thoughts and, and our processes and our wills, desires, right. Needs, wants, um, and just being able to quiet that down. Mm-hmm. is probably the hardest thing because, yeah, you need to take the time. You yeah. need to walk out that time to do it. And it's very challenging because we always go, go, go. There's always something to do in the morning, right? Yeah. Even at night when we're going to bed, we yeah. still have to look at something before we go to bed. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it is, it is, that's probably one of the most challenging things. But I think if that's the first step and you can make it consistent, yeah, then you'll, you'll find your, your truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Cause qu- I, I feel like quiet time these days is such a luxury, right? It is all this, um, what we just, I was just reading the other day, this, uh, this place where you actually, it's a silence retreat, right? So, so we, we have all these places to, for us to get away today, just because it's a luxury yeah. being, finding this quiet time is a luxury today, you know, <laughs> it is. go, go, go always. So, uh, so thank you for that. Maranti. And um, yeah, I love this conversation. Because it's 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 such a good conversation for today, I think, um, to to have. And so, uh, before we we move on, so our book releases again April six. You'll be able to buy it for one dollar ninety nine for the two days. I'm not sure when this will air. So we, if we release it already, you can find it on our website, uh, womenoftheworldnetwork.com, and you can uh, buy your copy of the book there. Um, we're going to have a digital and print version as well. So I'm excited to share your beautiful story and thank you for deciding to participate. Yeah. Uh, definitely, uh, it's definitely going to be an amazing, an amazing compilation. And we have uh, women, 14 women from 10 countries in the book. So yeah, so mark the date. And um, with that, I want to move on to rapid fire questions part <laughs> of our conversation. Okay. Uh, this is fun. Uh, this is a fun one. And um, are you ready? ready okay my first question is your favorite book name is one more one more yes by Ed Milet oh I didn't I didn't hear about that one I haven't heard about um beach or mountains uh (laughs) could be both (laughs) yeah Yeah. on the mountains looking over the beach Love it. Favorite international destination to visit? Ooh. Um, <laughs> just one? <laughs> just one? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's hard, right? <laughs> well, let me say my two just because there's one. such big juxtapositions. Yeah, okay. um, yeah. Bali, for sure. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I love uh, – it is – for sure on my home, right? Uh, home turf, but um, Bali, there's just something special out there uh, in terms of culture. But um, I definitely love uh, the south of France too, uh, Nice. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. very close to my heart because I love to spend, spending my time there and I felt very much at home. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. Uh, summer or winter? Ooh, summer. Okay. And the last one is things that you have discovered about yourself recently. Hmm. 
That's a great question. <laughs> I think the most recent is, even though sometimes you, you know, you may think that you are very confident of yourself a lot of time. You're like, yeah, okay, I can do it. I can do it. When you actually have to be, you're in the helm and, you know, you, you got to, you have 10, 12 hour days and you put your full, you know, physical exhaustion to it and you still have to do certain things. And, um, you know, in the day it's like, wow, I, you know, I, I still can do it. I have the strength. Mm-hmm. You know, I can put this together. I know that if I just plan things, I right, like look at all the different options. There is a way like just really never getting too defeated in something and not quitting, um, whatever it is, you know, whatever part. And I think recently, you know, just, I, it seems very, um, super tangible, but even though, you know, we had the storms and everything like that and, and you know how it's very devastating for a lot of people. I think just recently, just understanding that, like I always see different perspectives of like how, you know, grateful that we can be. Um, and, and because of that, I I think that's what I've learned. It's, um, I want what I want and I'm going to get it. Uh, and it's not the time yet to just settle. Yeah. I love Mm -hmm. it. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for playing. Thank you. <laughs> Miranda, thank you so much for your time today. I really enjoyed it. Thank you, Al. And uh, we will definitely post links for our listeners to connect with you. And um, yeah, and to the beautiful uh, chateau that you have in Sonoma. I have to come and check it out myself. Yes, you're welcome. <laughs> thank you, Miranti. And I look forward to speaking with you soon. Yes. Thank you so much, Al, for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Bye.